Uh, this evening, Romans chapter 12, please. Romans chapter 12. Sound room said, uh, one fist for my chin. That's where I'm supposed to go there. So I guess that's how it works the best. Those guys, they got quite the team back there these days. Getting things together. It's good. Romans chapter 12. And I hope a good number have joined us online tonight, too. It's a month or two ago, I uh, spoke on um, surrendering to the ministry. And remember, the main point of that message was that we are all called to the, to, to the ministry. And uh, that if, if we miss that point, then, you know, we're, we're missing a, a large purpose as to why we're part of the church. And, uh, you know, we're, we, uh, we work hard in the ministry of the Word of God uh, for the, the equipping, um, for the perfecting, of the saints for the work of the ministry, and uh, that, that's, that's all of us. And so this is a kind of a continuation of that message, um, and I'll pick it up in uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 5. It says there, uh, so we being many are one body in Christ. And this may sound so simple and like something that you have heard many times before, but it's the truth that we have to come back to so often. And uh, that's, that's this, that our purpose in the church, each one, I'm not talking about just our purpose, all of us. Uh, I'm talking about each one of us individually as well. Our purpose is to bring glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. That, that's, that's what we're supposed to be about. Um, and whether we are uh, individual or here as, as, as you put us together, we are many. We are to be as many, even we are to be as one. How? In Christ. And the Bible clarifies that uh, in other places by saying, you know, he's the head. And so being under the headship of Christ puts us yielded to his will. And unless, the, unless a body is just, you know, if, if, if different parts of your body are just going rogue, you know, that's, there's something wrong then, right? The, the body has some sort of uh, a deficiency, if that's the case. Because the mind is what's supposed to control, you know, our, our, the, the actions of our body. And, uh, and so that would take care of so much. In churches, if we would just remember on an ongoing basis that our purpose and our privilege, our privilege is to bring glory to Jesus Christ. I mean, think about it takes care of everything, really, doesn't it? If we walk in light of that truth, it takes, you know, it takes the self-will out of it. Um, it takes the selfish agendas out of it. I mean, what are most problems in the church, what are they caused by? Well, by people who aren't focused on bringing glory to Jesus Christ. 
It's as simple as that. Because even if you were to have, you know, an issue with something, you know, that's what we call it, right? I have an issue with it. Even if you have an issue, and uh, it's probably true we all have issues, don't we? <laughs> but even if you have an issue with something, you know, if you're wanting to bring glory to Jesus Christ, you're, gonna have, you're still going to maintain the right spirit. You're still going to maintain the right attitude. You're going to have the right approach to things. Because even if you think, okay, I, don't, I didn't really like that or I disagreed with that, that's not going to take me out from the, the headship of Jesus Christ. And, and how would he have me approach it? How would he have me handle this? What, would, what should my spirit be if my spirit is unified with his spirit? Right? And so those, those, things, they, those things would not change. Well, when do we get bad attitudes? And when do we get, you know, disgruntled? And why do we, when, you know, I'm talking to myself first. Well, it's when I start thinking about, you know, the glorious due to me or what my will is instead of being under the, the, the headship of Jesus Christ. Unto him be glory in the church. Unto him be glory in the church. So we being many, and that's, that's what makes it complicated right there. <laughs> and look at it, you know, I, I, again, I'm talking to myself first. I, I'm just like you are. But what makes it complicated is we're many, right? And when there's many... There's the potential for, there's many people, there's a potential for many problems. Because for as many people as there are, there's not many personalities. And uh, did you ever notice that not all personalities, uh, you know, coexist equally? Right? And, and so we really need the Spirit of Christ to control all that. To control all that. To keep all that on task. Keep it all on task. And when that's happening, that's a, wonder, that's a wonderful thing. That's a wonderful thing. It's something worth focusing on. It's something worth striving for as a church. It's something worth saying, you know, this is, this is what we want to work together and be about. This is a show the, the, the beauty of Christ, you know, through the, this body. And when we're all desirous of that same thing, you know, we might all have different struggles in it. We're all different body parts. It might all be, but uh, you know, it's it it'll uh, it'll it'll keep us it'll keep us going in the right direction. So we being many are one. That's the picture right there. Being many are one um, in Christ. And then it says this, and not only that, but every one members. And here's a key phrase here: members one of another. And so we talked in, as far as the, uh, being called to the ministry, remember, uh, two major ministries. The first ministry was to the ministry of the gospel, um, to, to the world around us, and then the ministry to one another. The ministry to one another. And, uh, and so we're going to build on that concept a little bit because in the body of Christ, you know, it's so important that we, have, we, we, we maintain that, that uh, focus of um, the body functioning together, but also tending to itself. Just like you do with your body. You, you, you tend to yourself. If there's a hurt, if there's an injury, if there's something that needs, you know, uh, some attention, with, you, you, you take care of that, right? Your mind tells you what, what needs to be done there, and you, and you take care of it. Um, and, and so, uh, just, just thinking about that, and, and that's why, you know, I... I 
and I do this, I say it because I feel like the Lord has brought it to my heart. And as part of my expressing my heart to you um, as the under-shepherd is, you know, a lot of times you hear me say, you know, walk in a spirit-led fashion. Listen to the voice of the Lord and he will prompt you. He will guide you. He, he, will, he, he will instruct you within the body as related to one another. And it's become even more important, um, you know, during this time where we could possibly be, you know, a little more disjointed than usual. And, you know, that's why the Lord brought that to my, to my heart, is, you know, um, either one or two people can be running all over the countryside all the time trying to, you know, to do this, or the whole body can be in tune with it. And, and if the whole body is in tune with it, then that's going to be something so much more harmonious and it's going to be so much stronger and we're going to cover so much more. And then there's some organization to it too, you know, beyond just individuals. I mean, like we had the Serving Hands meet, meet recently and, uh, you know, they organized some things within this concept of one anothering. They, they organize themselves with that. And what is that? Well, that's just, that's just within, you know, many. We're on one under Christ and we're, we're members one of another so it's just, you know, let's get together and let's talk about being focused with this. And then we're going to kind of go our separate ways after this, but we're on task, you know, even more than we were before. We have a plan. And, uh, and, and it's, it's just uh, it's the way it works. And so I was, I've been so encouraged. And, and I think a lot of it's just because, you know, you're walking with the Lord. But I think also the Lord uses the emphasis that we have, you know, from the pulpit is, you know, I've been so encouraged just to hear of these things. It's just, it's, it's, it's been great. I mean... You can tell, you know, you can tell when it's happening or not. Uh, you can tell when that thing's DOA, you know. <laughs> I mean, you put, the, you put the life out there, but it just, you know. And, and if, if it's DOA, it's because, you know, our heart was cold to it, right? And, uh, well, you know, it's called seed, right? It hits that stony ground and the seed dies. <laughs> That's it. The seed went out, hit something, and it was just, that was it. It was, it was, it was DOA. But it hasn't been the case. I mean, I, I've just heard so many situations, just people just, and, uh, you know, most of the time it hasn't been that, that that person said, oh, I did this, that, or the other. It just, you know how it is. Within a, within a, a relatively small church, you just, you know, you hear. And, and, uh, and uh, you know, such and such person reached out to me, or they, they brought this over, or they gave me a call, or they sent me a note, or um, whatever the case may be. It's just, it's just what we call one anothering. And it's the body. Uh, ministering. Because Minister, you've been called to the ministry. That's who you've been called to. And part of that ministry, a big part of that, is the strengthening of the body here so then we can, we can uh, um, do our job beyond ourselves, as it were. You know, what's, what's tragic, what's tragic is, is when, a, when a body has to spend so much time tending to itself because it's dysfunctional and because it's wounded and because it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's messed up, that it can't, it, it, can't, it can't function the way it's supposed to. It's like, you know, if, if we're injured and we have to go on, um, you know, I was going to say sports terms, injured reserve, but what do they call it in the, in the workplace? Uh, anyways, you, you, you have to take injury leave or whatever. Uh, what, what's happened? Well, you can't, you can't have the effectiveness to go beyond yourself to 
to do the task you usually do, to do the work you usually do to build something, to produce something, right? Because you're, you're banged up, and so you're having to, you know, convalesce. And that's okay. I mean, sometimes you got to do that. But if that's ongoing all the time, you know, churches that's on, you know, they're just always, you know, they're always uh, um, wounded and, and, uh, and hurt and, and messed up and, you know, it's kind of limping along. That really uh, hurts the, the effort of bringing glory to the Lord Jesus Christ by, by, by uh, representing him beyond ourselves. And so um, we being many are one body in Christ. Everyone members one of another. Now, you've heard of the, the, the Romans Road, right? And the Romans Road we usually think of as in relation to what? All right, to salvation. Um, and uh, this is going to be the Romans Road in relation to serving. All right? To serving or, or one anothering. So I'm going to look, pretty much stay in, in, the, uh, in the book of uh, Romans just for, for a few more minutes here tonight. And uh, let's go to verse 10 there in the same chapter. Someone read that right out strong for us. Uh, uh, Romans 12, verse 10, please. All right. So be kindly affectioned one uh, to another. And, uh, you know, we love one another because uh, we're going to heaven forever someday together. And, uh, you know, we love one another because God's put us in the same family. And, you know, that's, uh, I mean, look, if, if, if you, if you, Irritate me a little bit, you know, one Sunday. I'm going to choose to forget about that before the next Sunday. I'm going to come back and, and I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to be kind to that person. I'm going to be cheerful to that person. We're a part of the same family. We're not going to dwell on something from a few days ago. Uh, and if there's something there that, that, that we feel like we can't get past, and we go and we, do, we, 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 uh, we get that right, we move on, right? Uh, because... If we expect for it to be that, you know, we're just going to have this mini utopia here where nobody ever bugs anybody, then you can, you can search the whole rest of your life for that church and never going to find it. Okay? But at the same time, uh, we have a pretty good church here. We have a really good church. And uh, I see people being pretty, you know, getting along pretty good. Uh, they, 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 some people get here early and they stay quite a bit afterwards. And, I mean, that tells me, you know, when people want to linger for a while, they want to be around each other. That tells me there, there's, that's a pretty healthy church, I think. It's when, you know, people want to check in right as, as the, the, you know, the service starts and want to hightail it out of here. That's where you kind of wonder, you know, is their heart really in it, right? And so, but the same, you know, the, the more we're around each other, the more potential there is for grievances, for just things to pop up. And, uh, you know, the Bible says to Christians, be kindly affectioned one to another. Just choose to do that, uh, to just, just show that affection through kindness, through kindness. Use one another's names, uh, wear a smile. You know, we like to be able to see one another's smiles around here. And, uh, you know, to be able to just, uh, to just minister to one another in a kindly, affectionate uh, way. With brotherly love, in honor, it says this, preferring one another, preferring one another. And I saw an illustration of, uh, of uh, kind of the, the, uh, the negative side of this uh, recently. I saw, a, it, was, it was, from what I could tell, it was a, it was a real picture, a little description there, what had happened. 
You ever get up uh, close to the toll booths? We still have them uh, here in, in, in Maine. Some places they're doing away with them, right? You just, they just have the little things that just blink pictures all the time. But we still got, you know, the old school toll booths. We got, and you ever get out there and you kind of look in both sides, you look in the mirror a little bit, and you're kind of already in your mind. Maybe this is more of a guy thing, but uh, you're already kind of jostling for your position in there to get to the right the toll booth that you want, you know, in a timely fashion, maybe even, like, beating everybody there, you know. And uh, evidently, the, these two drivers did that, and they must have, the way that, that, that they ended up, they must have been able to see each other in the peripheral vision. And but they both decided that they were going to prefer themselves to get there first, and they both got there at basically the same time, and there's not enough room for two cars to go through there. Almost. Almost. Give or take a few feet. And that's all it took. Because <laughs> these two cars were crammed in that little space there, crunched together. And, uh, you know, somebody got a couple of pictures of it. They got enough pictures of it so it wasn't just one doctored picture. It obviously had happened. Well, what did you have there? Because they both preferred themselves, neither one of them was a winner, right? And they both suffered damage, and everybody around them kind of did too. That was a great illustration right there, right? Um, hey, look, not that I... Not that I ever really remember doing this, but probably at the toll booth, it might be a good feeling sometime if, if someone's kind of heading the same direction, just kind of, you know, give them a thumbs up and, and let them go. Um, and uh, that would definitely probably be a better feeling than both of you cramming in there with, and, uh, and banging your cars up, which uh, hopefully never happens to us either. But uh, within the, within, if you use that as an illustration of preferring one another in the church, in the church, you know, people jostling for position. People thinking, you know, I deserve to have that, that, uh, that spot instead of somebody else. Or, or um, you know, we could go on and on with, with different scenarios for that. It's never going to be conducive to us working together for the glory of Christ. Because there's only two, like the old saying goes, right? there's only two choices on the shelf. Pleasing God or pleasing self. And uh, you're either going to prefer one another for the glory of God, or you're just going to prefer yourself. And if you've got a lot of people preferring themselves, there's going to be a lot of damage uh, that's going to be done. And so it says there, in honor. In honor. Well, I thought about that, in honor. Yeah, I guess it could mean we're honoring one another. But uh, even more so, this honors the Lord. This honors the Lord. And... There's times when you've got to say, look, even though I may not feel like it in relation to that person in particular, I'm going to do it for Jesus. And in your mind's eye, you can even isolate it a little bit like that. You know, you can look, look past that person to Jesus and say, for you, Lord, for anything. And it's the least I can do. It's the least I can do. You know? And, uh, and so... Be, uh, uh, be a, of, uh, of the same mind one towards another. Um, be kindly affectioned one to another. And then in honor, preferring one another. Let's look at one more verse, and we'll probably, next time I speak, I'll look at a few more um, of this. Well, let's go to Romans chapter 12, verse 16. Romans 12, 16. Someone uh, read that one. So we're still in chapter 12, verse 16. Someone read that verse right out good for us, please. All right. 
Be not wise in your own conceits. And I think this is a particular danger, danger for people that have been around what we call being around church for a long time. And in this crowd, that would, that would be most of us. It would be most of us. So I, got, I, I, I would, my, in my opinion, it would be a particular danger for most of us. Now you would think, well, you know, that should be less of a danger for us because, you know, we're more, we're more mature in the Lord. Well, we would like to think that that was the case, and, and that should be the case, and maybe it is the case uh, a lot of the times. But many times, the danger is, the other side of that is that we, we get, begin to feel like we, we, we know it all, and we have, you know, our opinions the way, more and more set the way things should be, and uh, we just become conceited, really. We become conceited, um, and we become opinionated to the point of not having flexibility. Now, we should never have flexibility in relation to truth. We should never compromise the, 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 the Word of God. But we have to have a lot of flexibility beyond that. We do. Whenever you're working with a team, you've got to be able to be flexible. That's one of the things I like about going with, on the wings, uh, be, uh, bearing precious seed uh, uh, teams. You get down, you know, with, uh, for one thing, you got about 20 people on the team, so already that's a lot going on right there. A lot of per the people who go on those mission trips, they tend to be very strong personality people. You know, so you got like, you know, 15 out of the 20 are like, you know, leadership potential type people, you know. And uh, some of them go beyond that. I mean, you ever heard of control freaks? You know, and so, uh, and then, and then you got, you're joining up usually with, with a national church. So you have the Americans coming together with, say we're in Guatemala with the Guatemala people, and they kind of got their way of doing things, you know, and then you've got their pastor, and then you've got the leader of our team, um, uh, Brother Johnson. And so, and then, then inevitably on the team, you have several pastors as well. I mean, that's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot happening right there. There's a lot going on in that mix. And, uh, but I, I've always, pretty much always the experience has been, not that there isn't little things that come up or whatever, but that one of the things that, that I see there with Brother Johnson and usually the, the national pastor as well is just flexibility. I mean, they got a plan, and they got it organized, and they, they know, you know, what we're going to give out, why we're giving it out. All the major things we're not flexible on. But all those other things in between, it's, it's amazing. You just, you just got to be flexible. You got to be flexible. And you got to be able to roll with it at times. And your expectations, you know, can be, because I'm always like, look, I paid this money to get down here. We got all this material, man. Let's just get to it. and Let's work, you know, boom, 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 boom. That's why I came here. But when you're working with a whole team, it's, you know, You've got to be able to, to relinquish your expectations in certain scenarios, at certain times. It's just, you know, it's kind of an ebb and flow to the thing, isn't it? It's an ebb and flow. And, uh, and so, um, oh, got a little music uh, with, the, with the message tonight, or whatever that was. Um, but be not wise in your own conceits. And then it says at the beginning of the verse, be of the same mind one toward another. Now, this doesn't mean that you always think exactly alike. That's not what that's saying. Is it realistic to think that we're always going to think, you know, God's word commands us to always think exactly alike? <laughs> God knows how we're made, and he knows that that's not going to happen. But 
He can tell us this, have the same mindset one towards another. He can very well tell us that, and his spirit can produce that. In other words, I may not always think like you do, and you may not always think like I do, but we can have the same mindset towards one another. We're working for the same team. Ultimately, I want you to be successful, and you want me to be successful. Why? Because we're working for the same team. I mean, should I ever, you know, if I'm playing basketball, should I ever wish that, uh, that somebody on my team, you know, misses a shot or has a turnover because it might make me look better? That'd be pretty foolish, wouldn't it? Because at the end, what matters? What we did as a team. It's a team sport. It's a team sport. You don't want hot dogs, right, Coach? That's what we used to call them, hot dogs. And uh, now we want, we, want, <laughs> we want guys that work together for a common goal under the, under the, uh, the leadership uh, that's there. And, uh, and so uh, there was a couple of times the coach would tell me, you know, uh, hey, quit being a hot dog. And I knew what he meant. Get back to the team. It's not all about you. It's not all about you, and it's not all about me. It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus, and that's the mind that we have one to, an, to another. And so um, these, uh, these concepts are very, very helpful, and they're very practical uh, to us in the church, and uh, they're what keeps us on task. And so, uh, you know, those are here on Wednesday night. I mean, you're always kind of preaching to the faithful. They probably understand these things already, but we can be refreshed in them. And also, uh, you know, we, we would hope that, that many of our brothers and sisters are able to join us uh, um, beyond the four walls as well, and, uh, and others who may catch this, this message. So let's have a word of prayer. The Lord will help us uh, with these things. Dear Lord, just thank you.